Just gonna run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. And now, from the Daytona Beach News Journal. And he is a lap away from the checkered flag in the Daytona 500. The voice of NASCAR. Austin Dillon wins the 60th running of the Great American Race. Daytona Motor Miles with Ken Willis and Godwin Kelly. I like that. Uh, I like that new opening, Mr. Kelly. You got to be on your toes. You can't uh, relax. Usually, when the opening starts, I take a, a lean back, get my lean on, and relax for a while. But you got to be on your toes now. Right. It's like we're right into it, man. And uh, we is uh, Ken Willis, and that over there, we is Goblin Kelly. Well, we, mouth time. I'll tell you what. We we missed you yes last week. Oh, that's nice of you yeah, to say, even was, if you didn't mean it. It was uh, it was just sad that, that you weren't in the in the big seat in the big chair. I'm going strapless. <laughs> <laughs> I got a forearm strap on. I'm getting old, Mister Kelly. I'm getting. What old. does that do, by the way? It keeps your tendon. It kind of holds that tendon, keeps it from wiggling around and moving when you do. You know, like in, this morning, writing with a pen on paper, I felt it in my elbow. It's not not good. Wow. So, and this all started when I flung a full propane tank up on the tailgate of my truck and it bit me right in the crook of my elbow. That's a bad place to be bit if you got to be bit, you know. And I, uh I can think of worse places. And it's been uh it's been uh it's it's been a bad scene ever since. Well, so anyway, Okay, assume your normal responsibilities. Run us through the show really quick, and then we'll we'll uh, pick it up. We're going to talk about uh, who's hot, uh, Kevin Harvick. Who's not, Chase Elliott. Uh, Our Chase Elliott fan club is here. He's he's not going to like this. Uh, uh, We're going to talk about uh, money. Who's rich? Who are the richest drivers, according to Forbes.com, I believe. Uh, We'll uh, see if uh, anybody wants to host a banquet. And what else are we going to do? Oh, we got clippage. Lots of clippage from this past oh, weekend. And, uh, and then at the end, we'll play the birthday game, and everybody will leave uh, much happier and fuller for the experience. For the experience. But first of all, we got to take a short break, don't we? Let's crank her up. A quickie. All right. Yeah. We'll be right back. Just going to run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. And we're back with What Do You Know, Daytona Motor Mouse, Ken Willis, Goblin Kelly. Uh, what you got? Kevin Harvick? It's all Harvick, 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 it's right? Harvick. And Harvick is Harvick. hot, and, uh, and Hendrick Motorsports is, uh, Harvick. Oof, they got their, Harvick. they got their square tires on. Harvick. Uh, Harvick, Harvick. for the second straight week. Harvick. I'll just keep saying Harvick. Track. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and I did a little research. The four Hendrick cars have made a combined 12 starts through three races. See, there's four teams, three races, four times three is 12. 
Yeah. How many top tens in those 12 starts? Oh, Hendrick? Yeah. Oh, they've got to have, like... And normally, it would be, you'd say, 12. Yeah. There'd be tough. Some years, you'd go, hell, they might have had top tens in all I'll of say, them. I'll say eight. One. I won? No. I won? <laughs> one O-N-E. <laughs> yes, one. They've had one top ten. Ooh. And I think that might have been a plate race, which wow. barely counts. Wow. So, yeah, how about that? Yeah. So, first of all, you you you're the expert. Talk to me. Uh, why is Kevin Harvick doing so well, and why is Rick Hendrick uh, wondering how, what the hell happened? Well, you know the magic pixie dust that was spread all over Martin Truex's car. Yep. Or Martin Truex Junior. Junior. Yeah. Okay, so that pixie dust has now been transferred to Kevin Harvick's number four Ford. He's in a Ford now. I knew that. Yeah. Yeah. It's a Ford. Yes. Yeah. Four Ford. Ford. And uh, so now he's got the magic pixie dust going for him. And Truex, Truex has been okay. Yeah, he's fine. But he's like, uh, Harvick's doing what Truex did last year. He swept all the points. Everything. He left uh, Las Vegas. He just raked it all in. 60 championship points. He's like a whale out there now. Seven playoff points. Imagine seven playoff points. That's a lot of playoff points. That is a lot. And and if I really understood the playoff point formula, I'd probably be more impressed. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, we've got all kinds of clips to go with this stuff. So, um, Which one you want to go to? Well, let's... First of all, let's go with um, that was Harvick's 100th NASCAR National Series win. Counting trucks, Bush Series, and a cup. Right. Yep. So he talked about that after okay. the race. So we're going to hear about that right now? We're going to hear about that from Mr. Harvick. Right this minute? Right this minute. Okay, here we go. Kevin, you've added your name to this list. Richard Petty, Kyle Busch, and David Pearson, 100 NASCAR National Series wins. Congratulations. Uh, maybe just talk about that milestone to open oh, yeah. us up. Oh, you're right oh. here. <laughs> I thought it was somebody asking a question. But yeah. Um, I'm, hard to, I'm hard to miss. <laughs> so, yeah, it's been, um, you know, it's, it's been a lot of years uh, accumulated uh, with a lot of great race teams and, and people and situations and you know you've won some that you should you've won some that you shouldn't and you know I think when you tag that that uh, triple digit number to it it really lets you realize um, that you've been fortunate to accomplish a lot of things and and do things um, you know consistently throughout the years so it's been it's been fun um, you know I think for for me the last five years have have really uh, been the part that that have been the most fun for me, just because of the fact that, you know, I've been able to, um, you know, come into Stuart Haas Racing and and Gene and Tony, um, you know, took a chance and said, okay, we're going to do this a long time in advance, and Rodney was uh, convinced to come over here and 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 be a part of this deal. So, you know, I think when you when you look at that, it's it's a little bit different when you when you look at something that has been built from the ground up, um, not only from the race cars and the transporters. But with the people, and and for me, um, at this particular point, it's it's more fun. It's as fun. I love to win. Don't get me wrong. Uh, I love to win and, and love to you know be a part of of that whole equation that that comes with all these guys. And and it's it starts with the ownership group and and you know pulling into victory lane and, and seeing how excited uh, all those guys are that that do 
everything on the race cars that I'm fortunate just to sit in, um, you know, I think is 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 one of the things that, that is the most exciting for me. So I'm just uh, fortunate to uh, be riding the wave. And you can call me old, you can call us old, but, um, you know, cars are fast and, and things are going well. Riding the wave. Yeah. Riding the wave. Little surfer. He's he he's from California, but not from the part where they ride waves. No. Uh, no, he's from Bakersfield ain't exactly uh ain't exactly Tarzana. It's not, it's not surfer's paradise. Wait a minute, is Tarzana on the coast? <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea idea where it's not Tarzana exactly is. Long Beach or uh, yeah, down yeah. there at uh, Big Sur. That's what I'm How about to Burbank? Say. Burbank? Burbank doesn't no, have a beach. That's inland. Yeah. Uh Big Sur is yeah. definitely Big Sur. Big Sur, Big Surf, yeah. Yeah. All right. So anywho, and mudslides. Yeah. So anyway, Johnny Carson used to say the good news is the mudslides are putting out the fires. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, anywho, who we got here from next? Well, I, I I thought we'd just roll right into the car owner comment. Oh, uh, that's uh, his. I, I Tony Stewart on paper is the car owner. Yeah, Gene Haas probably has a little more uh, actual uh, finances in the in that game than right. Tony does because race car drivers they don't like to spend their own money. Um, Tony does, but usually on that dirt track stuff. I don't right. know how much he's actually spending on this race team, but but you know what else? It's none of my business. So. <laughs> but on paper, he's the team owner, or at least co-owner. Yeah. So why not hear from him? Yeah. yeah. So uh, he was talking about um, the surprising speed of the Fords. Everybody was talking, you know, Toyota came out with a new car last season. Right. Uh, Chevrolet showed up with a Camaro this season. Chevy. And everybody was expecting, boy, you know, four, poor old Ford's got that fusion. It's yeah. like a yeah. chariot from, yeah. uh, you know, the old days. Yeah. And so anyway, he talk, he touches on that in this clip. Tony does? Tony Stewart, right, let's clip. Hear, let's hear from him. Awesome day for sure, especially the, the last two weeks. Um, you know, these guys have done an awesome job. And, you know, it just kind of feels like, the last couple of years, you know, these guys have done an awesome job. And to get – I think the most impressive part for us is the fact that everybody thought the Fords were going to be underdogs this year. And, you know, not only the four car, but all the Stuart Haas racing cars have had speed. And Penske's had speed and Roush has had speed. So uh, proud of everything that, that the Ford Motor Company's been doing for us. Uh, it shows their dedication to, to obviously, the sport and this program. So uh, – proud of that but really proud of rodney and the four car guys that not only last week and today but uh just everything they've done just um you know it's nice to see kevin and, and rodney back in the form that we're used to seeing them in that was calm tony yeah calm tony seems to be everyday tony now that he's not having to drive and being pushed around from this appearance or that appearance the uh, mad tony is on hiatus i guess for now for now yeah. But, you know, you never know. Calm Jack, Tony, man. He'll put you to sleep. Never say never when Do me a favor. No more Tony clips. <laughs> I feel like laying down all of a sudden. Well, you know what's interesting yes. about what's this? What's interesting as we move along? So, uh, last year, Martin Truex Jr., Junior. Yeah. you know, he won eight races. He probably could have won five or six other races. Yeah, but, you know, bad, bad luck, luck mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. Uh, goes on, wins the championship, gets the championship round based on the fact that he had all those playoff Piled points. up all them bonus points. Yeah. Okay. So, now, they had media day at Daytona. Yep, fast on, forward to the offseason. On Valentine's Day. Yep. Okay, so I'm, I'm wanna, I'm, I want to make this very clear, okay? Yep. 
So this is before really anything got going. Yep. I think they had run the clash. Yep. And now and and qualifying. Sure. All right. So they hadn't really done that. They hadn't much. really raced. Yeah. So there's media day, which is on Valentine's Day, February fourteenth. Yeah. I hope that you you know gave absolutely gave everybody every day's Valentine's Day at my house. Oh, so, yeah. that's so sweet for her. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> go ahead, Clint Boyer. All right, so Clint Boyer was asked about martin truex and his i'm air quoting his advantage last year. last year because everybody he, suspected toyota had some sort of unfair advantage well specifically the, that team the 78 car yeah. okay and the 78 car led a heck of a lot of laps yeah. they won a, a lot of races there's a lot of top fives lot. they got two time zones between them and the other team yeah yeah so what's the going on out there so, so, somebody asked Clint Boyer yep. at, during media day, yep. and I'm trying to, you know, get yep, this yep, set up, yep. that about Martin Truex last year. And, and I hold in my hand the transcribed quote. And you had, and now to just uh-huh. to bring this full circle, Clint Boyer and uh, Kevin Harvick are teammates at Stewart House Racing. Yes. Okay, so they're teammates. This is before the season starts. So I'm going to read this quote, and, and this then is we're Clint going to, Boyer. Then we're going to on, explain why it's funny. Right. Okay. Yeah, I got to read the quote first. Then we'll tell you why it's Get funny. Get the announcer in here. Oh, I got to do the official voice. Yeah. <clears throat> Not the Kansas, the Plains of oh, Kansas well, you voice. Can do either one. Ah, uh, like let's break out the <clears throat> the uh, Haywood Hale Brune. <laughs> what? Who? <laughs> this was Clint Boyer preseason talking about last year's Martin Truex Jr. performance. I don't think there should be anybody that is noticeably better than everybody else. When there is a team that is head and shoulders above everybody out of the blue, something (laughs) is fishy. (laughs) Yeah. So uh, why uh, I'm gonna now we gotta tell you why that's funny. (laughs) Is uh, is that uh, that's what he was saying about about uh, Truex being Truex Jr. Right. being head and shoulders above everybody last year. Something's fishy. Well, now guess what? <laughs> guess who's head and shoulders above everybody so far this year? It's the guy who's uh, you share a garage with, uh, Kevin Harvick. Yeah. So he probably now he would probably say something like this. Well, it's just a matter of everyone working very hard back at the shop. The boys have put a lot of effort into these Ford, Taurus, Thunderbird, Galaxies, whatever they're fusion, yeah, fusion, and uh, the hard work is paying off. <laughs> I'm guessing that's yeah, what he would say. Exactly. But the fact of the matter is, is that the last two weeks, Kevin Harvick has just run away yep. from everybody. He's lapped lap the field. Uh, this stat is staggering in three races. Three I'm races. Gonna, including, I'm going I'm to I'm sit down and hang on. Yeah, in three races, they've yeah. run 697 laps yeah. total yeah. in three races. Okay. Kevin Harvick has led 395 of those laps. That's a lot of laps. Whoa. You're looking like you're wavering there. Yeah, Whoa, easy, no, that's, easy. That's pretty, but you know what? These things... A lot of times, these things last a whole season, such as they did last year. But other times, you know, things fall off. And so, you, like he said, riding the wave. You ride yeah. it while you can because, you know what, you might be, uh, you know, you might be washed ashore here with uh, well, all the flotsam and jetsam. It's been my experience. <laughs> all that is. 
Well, flotsam is something that falls overboard, oh. and jetson is something you've thrown overboard. Oh, so you jettison. Yeah. Jetson. Yep. And flotsam is something you hope floats. <laughs> yeah. You hope it flots. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. That's funny. That's funny. I know that. I come they, to you, you for my nautical <laughs> knowledge. That's, that's great. But, uh, okay, so um, so anyway, Harvick is, like, you know, going nutso-crazy yeah. on the series. On the wave. Yeah, he's on the wave. Uh, my thought, my quick thought here before we move off of Harvick yeah. is that Everything is so much in line for him to win at Phoenix because he's won there eight times. Oh, yeah. It's crazy. It, he's not going to win. Yeah, too, everything looking too good. Everything right? is too good now. Yeah. So there's I something. I know that feeling. <laughs> something, Never trust the good. Never trust it. <laughs> something is going to happen, yeah. and uh, and I, I would not put any money on Harbick at Phoenix for okay. those of you playing at home. All right. Yeah. So you want to get out of this and come back to you'll get that? You get to, yeah. Well, Have we, we learned need, all we need to learn. Well, for now? we need to talk about uh, yeah. We will talk about Chase Elliott in the next round. Yeah, because yeah, one of the throw, things you'll get is a big. Yeah, let's around. let's bump him all right, down. We'll be, we'll be right back. Just gonna run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to where secrets go to die: the disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. And we're back with uh, You'll get that big time on yeah. Well, let's stay competitive. Let's okay. stay in competition. What you'll get made... is a losing streak. Yeah. We... And occasionally a losing streak might last 80 races. Yeah. Even though everybody keeps assuming you're going to win any time now. Any time. Any time. Any time now. Billy Clyde Elliott is still <laughs> still staring through that donut hole. He hasn't won a race. Got the big bagel, the goose egg. Well, Zip. what's what's surprising is... 0.0. 0. Uh, going back to that stat that you had about Hendrick Motorsports. Yeah. Four cars, three races, 12 starts, one top one 10. One top 10. So in the intermission there, yeah, I went and looked at the point standings. Yes, the highest guy in the point standings for Hendrick Motorsports, Alex Bowman at seventeen. Wow! Everybody else is past that, and Jimmy Johnson is twenty ninth. Wow! Yeah, Alex, I got good news and bad news. <laughs> good news is you're the highest points finisher right now at Hendrick. Yeah. So, uh, you know. Um, in the after Las Vegas during the winners inter- or the you know the interview with top three guys, right. Kyle Larson, who is a Chevy driver, has a Camaro. Yep. You know, just like everybody else. Yep, yep. yep. All right, he's in he a dri- Chevy. He drives for Chip Ganassi. Chip, Chip Ganassi Racing with Felix Sabatis and Rob Kaufman <laughs> and whoever else I don't know, uh, but but he talked and about Jerry Mathers. <laughs> But he talked about, um, you know, how kind of pathetic Hendrick Motorsports has been this year. Is that year. the words he used? No, no. Oh, so are we going to hear the words he actually used? Yeah, let's You're use, paraphrasing? Let's, let's have him do the talking. In the horse's mouth? Yeah, let's have him do All the right, talking. All right, here's Kyle Larson talking about Hendrick Motorsports. Um, I don't know. I mean, yeah, it. you know, for whatever reason, it definitely seems like, you know, the other – 
I wouldn't even say the other Chevy teams because RCR, I feel like, is running about as good as they did at this point last year. Um, but Hendrick, for, for some reason, you know, they seem to be off. You know, it was kind of odd to lap, you know, three out of the four cars there in the first you know, little part of the race. But, um, you know, our team, you know, I, I guess, I don't know, whatever we do different, um, you know, helps us out. You know, all we, all we really get from Hendrick is their engines. So, um, you know, they could be doing stuff way different than us. And, um, but yeah, you know, I, I feel like at this point in the season, I feel like we're, we're probably actually a little bit better than we were, um, you know, last year. Uh, you know, I, I, you know, I say that, but, you know, Atlanta, I felt like we, maybe we ran one or two spots worse than we did all day. And then here, I felt like we ran probably three or four spots better than we did all day last year. So, you know, if we are better, it's barely, barely anything. But uh, you know, it's it's good that we're not any worse than we were last year. What what he's saying is, I'm glad I don't drive for Hendrick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, those other Chevys seem to be running all right. I don't know what's going on. Maybe Rick slipped a couple Hondas in on him. Maybe. Lord of mercy, yeah, yeah. you got you wonder. I mean, it all basically it comes down nowadays it comes down to something that's going on in the engineering lab you know there, oh, somebody's yeah. on to something we haven't quite figured out and and they eventually will you assume but there was a time in our lives when we thought that uh, the roush team would be good forever you know yeah there was a time remember we used to think that robert yates outfit would be good forever they were always good they weren't childress had some down times yeah and still might you know yeah. mm-hmm. and uh you know, nothing is forever, but Rick Hendrick, you know, in the last 25, 30 years of NASCAR has sort of uh, fought that, uh, done pretty serious battle with that uh, belief that nothing is forever. I mean, they've been good year after year after year after they've year. They've been good forever. Yeah, pretty yeah. much forever. And yeah. they, but, but anyway, they're not now, and uh, you'll get that big time auto race. Yeah, that's called, what is that, secular? Uh, cyclical. Cyclical. Secular. <laughs> Secular? Is that a new word? Uh, Did I just make up my own new word? Uh, something else you'll get big time auto racing at the very highest levels is a, uh, is a happy banker. Uh, Forbes put out the uh, list of the 2017 top earners among drivers. And uh, Dale Jr., no surprise, they have him earning $22 million last year. He had uh, NASCAR's highest salary and top merchandise sales, so that's a pretty good combo nation to have right there. You sell the, you go into the souvenir store and see. Even now, I bet you Junior's going to finish top three on the list this year without turning the lap. You know, because yeah. you look, at, I mean, he's got more items for sale in the souvenir stores than any current driver. You know, that's that's saying something. Jimmy Johnson, Harvick, Kyle Busch, they're all like right in there tied for second. It seems like Chase, Chase, Billy Clyde. Anyway, he was uh, seven straight years. He was the top earner. Eight of his last nine years, he was the top earner. The one time he went was when he missed half the season out yeah. with that concussion. Yeah. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Da, 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 da. Jimmy Johnson was second last year. We'll take a shot. How much he earned total? 15. $19.2 million. After a bad season by his standards. Yeah. Um, got that right. Let's see who we got next. Third, Kyle Busch. Kind of surprised me. That Except is surprising. he's, you know, he's winning some money in the lower series still by going down there and picking off some wins. Uh, he's well, got d- probably got a very nice contract. Did they quantify these earnings? No. They well, yes, they didn't. 
they quantified them, but they did not uh, itemize well, them. But I mean, uh, what is what's the money for? Uh, on track earnings. Now they have to how, how Forbes goes about finding this out is beyond me. Right. Uh, they know somebody at EF Hutton. I'm thinking. Right. Slip some of the goods. Uh, their endorsement money. Right. Which again, I'm not sure how they get all that, but they, yeah, these people have their ways. The Russians, I think, told. <laughs> so anyway, number three, Kyle Bush, fourteen point seven million. All right, take a shot. At the next two. So we've got Junior, Jimmy, and Kyle Bush were the top three last year. Who rounded out the top five? Uh, Harvick. Ding. He was fifth. And Keselowski. Nope. Denny Hamlin. Hamlin. Okay. Yeah. I those, next, those last three are right: fourteen point seven, fourteen point six, and thirteen point six million. Okay. So, all right. Yeah, I bet when you get down round out the top ten, I bet the guy in tenth is probably barely making like ten. <laughs> <laughs> He's borrowing tires from Morgan Shepard. Well, I I like uh, to see uh, Ryan Newman as part of the Coke family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he's been in the Coke family for a lot of Coke. Yeah, he's drank yeah. a lot of Coke, and it, I yeah, think it shows I, a little bit. Yeah, you might want to. Oh, yeah, might want to mix in a Coke Zero every now and then. That's what. <laughs> Lord, don't I know? Uh, also, uh, I saw a little in passing. I saw a little thing. I, you know, they raced in Vegas this past week, and it was uh, it came up that there's no contract currently for. <clears throat> for holding the end of season Cup Series banquet in Vegas again this year, which will be the eighth straight year, which that blew me away when I heard that eight straight years. Wow. Uh, and they're talking that maybe take it to Charlotte, maybe take it to Nashville is interested. Um, and my th- suggest suggestion is have three, four, or five southeast based, southeast to Midwest based cities, and do it on a rotation in a perfect world now you got to match up your needs with the city's needs and the available venues well you but know charlotte's an obvious nashville to me is an obvious well see the thing about it is is that vegas yeah has been uh, um underwriting the banquet yep um like a million dollar in perks and stuff yeah, yeah. you know what i don't know exactly maybe what they're that not means. willing to do that anymore. yeah so so i don't know but um the Princess Icena is closed now. Yes, yes. And, uh, but I did go many years ago as a youngster. You told me this story, and it, it makes me so jealous. Yeah. Many years ago as a youngster, my mom got an invite to go to the NASCAR banquet, which was held before Speed Weeks because mm-hmm. everybody was here. Yeah. and So they awarded all the awards for the previous season. For the previous season. And, uh, and the entertainment... That night was Mr. Marty Robbins. Yeah. Guitar. I'm a big Marty Robbins fan. Guitar. I, I remember this. It was a guy with a little drum set. Yeah. It was Marty with an acoustic guitar. Yeah. And then a guy with one of those, ba- like, stand-up basses. Yeah, the big bass fiddle. Yeah. yeah. And that was it. Yeah. That's and cool. He, and he did, like, three or four songs. Yeah. And I'm like, who is this guy? Yeah. <laughs> Just Why am I here? Just a giant. Why am I yeah. here? Yeah, who happens probably to be driving in the Daytona 500 next week. But I do have something from that night still in my collection of the sniffles, crapolas. Yeah, I have uh, back way back when, yeah. and I can't remember what year it was. I was a young teenager, 1928. Yeah, um, the their sponsorship deal, NASCAR sponsorship deal, was was Schaefer beer. Oh, yeah, yeah. So uh, I've got a mug. Yeah. It's a Schaefer beer mug from that year when That's they something. everybody got one. Even if, when you were underage, you yeah. got one. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> and a pack of cigarettes all the way up. <laughs> so 
anyway, I think they should take it. Where, where would be four cities? All right, I, I'm th- all right. Nashville and Charlotte to me are two natural places to do it because they're entertainment venues that are used to hosting events, and uh, they got the metropolitan feel. And but they're southern, and you, and they are surrounded by pockets of uh, NASCAR well, nation. What's the biggest uh, tourist city in the world? Well, you're going to say Orlando, right? Or no? Yeah. So I don't know. That wouldn't be a. That would be okay too, I guess. I was thinking if you really wanted to, if you really wanted to surround yourself with NASCAR fans, and you were going to do it in Florida, you'd do it in Jacksonville. Yeah. Because you'd be drawing from Georgia, West Florida, North Florida. Yeah. But do they have Orlando? They have a venue though. Yeah, they have a venue for it. They just don't. I, I don't know if it's glitzy enough. You know. If it's got enough pizzazz to attract, you know, to make everybody excited. Well, I bet, we're going to Jacksonville. I'm, I'm going to tell you right now that if this is up in the air, if this is open for bidding, yeah. Orlando will have something to do with this. You would think so. Yeah. yeah. Imagine having this. And, uh, I don't know if the um, TV partners would go along with it, but having it at at Disney World, you yeah. know, but that's an ABC. You're, yeah, you're getting a lot of yeah cross pollination yeah. here of, of things. So yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Oh, I wonder. I just jotted this down. You know what I saw a couple nights ago? I saw. I did not have. Did I have the sound on? I can't remember. Uh, the new GoDaddy Danica commercial. Did you see it? No. I can't really. It's hard to explain. There's a lot going on, and she's trying to explain that you know it, it's, they got a GoDanica.com now. And try to explain that you know, for people who have their little uh, little businesses, startup businesses, side businesses, all that, that GoDaddy is where you need to go to get your website up and running. And it ha- there's a lot going on. It's a busy commercial, but it looks it's uh, visually appealing, and it looks like a really good ad. And she looks good in it. So they're getting their money's worth, hopefully. And so GoDanic. Well, that's the whole thing. Is she's transitioning from racing right. into her own business? Entrepreneur. Yeah. And I won't even ask you to say that. No, and, absolutely uh, and she, not. Uh, so, yeah, so GoDaddy's a natural fit in that regard. So, anyway, that's all I got for uh, you'll get that big-time auto racing. Yeah. You'll sometimes get flashy new commercials. Well, and I guess we'll go away and come back and end this thing. Let's drop the stage flag on this, okay. and then we'll come back and do the final segment. All right. I'll be right back. Just going to run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. And we're back. Green, white, checker. Okay, wait a minute. Don't say anything. I won't. Because I want to talk about Phoenix. Okay. Don't say a word. Okay, so what happened to Phoenix International Raceway? Uh, it's all bass backwards. Well, it's not called Phoenix International oh. Raceway anymore. It's called ISM Raceway. And ISM stands for... Ism. Ism. <laughs> Ingenuity Sun Media, which... Have you ever heard of that company? Uh, no. 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 So anyway, they signed, probably heard of their products. They signed like a ten-year naming rights deal uh-huh. with the racetrack at Phoenix, yeah. 
and um, multi-million dollar. I read a business report on this. It's crazy. And that you read a business report? Yeah. I don't it's usually nuts. read business reports, but this one caught my eye. And then um, also Sunday's race at ISM Raceway will be the last in this configuration because yeah. they're doing what they're doing Mass at Phoenix. Action. What they're doing at Phoenix is what they did at Daytona. They're building a stadium. Right. And it's on the other side of the track. Yeah. And so when they go back there in November for the, I'll get this, penultimate race. Oh, good one. Word of the day, penultimate. Um, Turn one will be turn three. Turn two will be turn four. Yeah, they did this at Darlington 10 or 15 years yeah. ago. They flipped the front and back stretch. Yeah, they flipped for nope. sure at Darlington. Yeah. That mattered to me. It's going to look the same on my color TV. Yep. So, anyway, that's just an interesting little sidebar as we head into green-white checkers. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then... Uh, um, we got some more clippage. We got yeah, I got one here. more here. <laughs> and this has very little to do with racing, but I thought it was hysterical. Um, Dylan McDermott. Was he the kid from Home Alone? I don't know. No, that's another kid. Dylan McDermott, who... uh, Delbert Mulroney? Well, they get confused all the time. Yeah. They're actually... That guy that you just said was on the show uh, L.A. to Vegas. Yeah. It's a sitcom on Fox on Sundays. Take your word I think. Sundays. Anyway, <laughs> Dylan McDermott was since he's on he's on the Fox Network. I mean, McDermott. He, he's got a sh- he's got a show yeah. on Fox, okay. and it's about uh, it's, he's an airline pilot, and his route is from Los Angeles to Las Vegas every day. Gotcha. All right. So um, they had him on. They had him as the Grand Marshal. And um, he had, he said, somebody asked him about, if, did he study for the part, you know, like being an airline pilot? And this was his answer about doing the work ahead of, you know, playing an airline pilot. Okay, here we go. Grand Marshal, uh, Golden Globe winner and Emmy no- nominee who, pardon the pun, came from L.A. to Vegas to be our Grand Marshal today. So uh, Dylan McDermott is with us. Um, your show about airlines. What kind of research did you do uh, to uh, to come up with the, the the topics that y'all talk about on the show? Because we experience this every week. Sure. Um, the only the only research I really did was on my mustache. <laughs> I um, I looked at Burt Reynolds. I looked at Tom Selleck and um, Paul Newman, and I kind of made this, you know, this kind of mix of all the. But you know, you look at Tom Selleck; he has the best mustache ever. And that was really the only research I did. Well, I'm going to call him Dylan McDermott. Okay. First for consistency. So okay. You, you watch that show and tell me if it's any good. I, I like it. I watch it. Okay. I watch it. All right. Well. And, uh, but I think, see, he's not a race fan because he would have thrown Earnhardt in there. Yeah. Yeah. That was a great racing mustache right oh, there. Oh, my gosh. That had a life of its own. It would have had its own um, Facebook page, Twitter account. Twitter account and everything, yeah. yeah. Instagram. Yeah, Dale's yeah. mustache. Tim Richmond had some quality facial hair there for a while, too. The old Richard Petty Fu Manchu. That was that was unreal. Yeah. When he had the, did he have the Fu Manchu when he drove the uh, the big 
Charger with I, the big I think that wing. was in the same time frame. The Dodge yeah. Daytona yeah. Super Wing. If he had the Fu Manchu with that car, I'm picturing him when they used to sit in front of the uh, pit wall at Daytona and take their official portrait photo for the year. Right. Remember when they got the Daytona sign in the background? They'd sit out there on the grass with their car. I'm picturing him with that Fu Manchu and that winged Charger. And if I'm picturing correctly, that might be the best picture in the history of promotional <laughs> photos. You know? Which I got to dig that up. See which if we brings me that. to uh, Jeff Gordon's only failure in racing. Couldn't grow a mustache. That's right. Not a good one. So are we ready to play the birthday game? We're all done with clips, and uh, we don't have any other headers on our yeah. sheet. So. All right. Well, here we go. We played a birthday game. Goblin Kelly is unusually good at uh, guessing the ages of these people. But uh, this one, we're, we're going to end strong, but boy, um, oh, I think I screwed up. Do you remember doing Brad Keselowski's birthday recently? Yeah. Oh, I screwed up. I looked at the wrong days. Hey, we're not, uh, <laughs> everyone out there in our listening audience, just a, a little uh, uh, programming note here. We're not going to be playing the birthday game this week. Uh <laughs> Been some, due to technical issues. Brad Keselowski, 34. <laughs> Roger Petsky, 81. <laughs> technical issues and uh, on-rushing dementia <laughs> have, uh, well, preclude us from uh, playing a birthday game this week. But but if we had, boy, it would have been something. I started staring at that name and going, why does this? You know what I did? Here's what I did. I, I, looked, I went down the list of the birthday calendar. I'm thinking it's February. I was yeah. thinking like February 6th through 13th. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've lost a month. I blacked out somewhere. I lost a whole month. Yeah. Well, My God, I, you can't, were, I can't afford to lose months at this Well, stage. you were in the Big Bend area of Florida. God knows what Lord happened. Lord have mercy. Yeah. It's all things I never knew existed. <laughs> hills, actually. Hills. Hills and Dales. There's a little town called Hill and Dale between uh, Homosassa and Orlando somewhere. Yeah. Hill and Dale. Yeah. Called. That's great. First, it, the fact that there's a town called homo sassa is kind of funny too but, yeah but yeah i yeah. saw the old nuclear plant at crystal river yeah beautiful thing hugged it yeah well you're making me uh, i'm getting <laughs> you a, see my sixth toe i'm getting a pang to go to wiki watchy yeah wait till scallop season kill two birds with one stone go over there in july and go scalloping and go watch the mermaids yeah <laughs> yeah yeah you got my attention now. Got a little mermaid action at yeah. uh, wiki watching yeah okay are we done since we're not playing a birthday game yeah so that's right, it take let's, us out of here let's so, zip it I'm, up. I'm, I'm gonna go hit my head against the wall let's go zip it up all right take care thank you for listening to this episode of daytona motor mouths to reach the program please visit daytonamotormouths.com or follow on twitter at nascar daytona or facebook at nascar daytona and thanks for joining us. Daytona Motor Mouths is a production of the Daytona Beach News Journal. Just going to run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts.